Well, good morning. Talent Advancement Monthly Podcast Call. Folks are still joining. Uh, we're going to spend some time this morning or today, whenever you're listening to this, on uh, the concept of developing ourselves in a particular area. Uh, but before we get started, Adam, would you uh, open us in prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us all here together. We thank you for this time. Uh, we thank you for these relationships, and we ask that you watch over us, protect us, uh, let the words that are shared in this meeting uh, be your words. Let the motivations that come out of this meeting be your motivations. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us every day of our lives. And we thank you for this day, and we should use this day to honor you. In your name we pray. Amen. And, you know, that, that's a great opening prayer, Adam, because really for this time today, it's going to be as much um, about us sharing with one another ideas, thoughts that we have and, and how God's leading us and really less about any wisdom I'm going to impart uh, today. So sorry to disappoint if that's what you're hoping for, but you're going to sit back. Uh, that's just not the case <clears throat> today. I shared a moment ago that um, I was just praying over, Lord, what does the team need to hear today and what do I need to hear uh, today in terms of the area of talent advancement? And it wasn't about recruit and hire. And um, in some aspects, he was showing me it was trained, but more that develop. So it wasn't a specific training necessarily, but a development in each one of us um, is what I was getting. And so I wrote the word develop down. Um, but then I was like, okay, it's not, again, it's, he was telling me it wasn't a specific thing, but he wants us to focus on maybe an area in our lives. And then, um, and I could have listed a few things, and I may list a few that we may want to focus on. But what he really said next was, you need to listen. Um, and so for each of us, it is to seek right now, in this season specifically, around coronavirus, um, what it is that he wants to develop in us. Uh, so that's really the, the area of focus for our time this morning. And in some ways, and I want to start, I guess, with some, some scripture first here in the area of, um, of development. And the first one here is Proverbs 18, 15. And an intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. And I like this particular proverb here as it connects the ear and the heart. Um, it's one thing to hear something, right? It's another thing to let it penetrate your heart. So um, as God's instructing us in this particular proverb, um, and then in um, the New Testament, James uh, chapter 1, verse 5, um, he's asking us to come to him, right? So if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. So God, again, is instructing us to come to him to say, Lord, what is it that you have for us that you want us to learn? And then a Psalm of David, Psalm 25, verse 4 and 5. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me. For you are the God who saves me. All day long, I put my hope in you. And so it is the Lord that teaches us, and it may be through our life's experiences. Uh, but in each of these, whether it's the proverb or, or psalm or um, even New Testament scripture here, this concept that God wants us to, to learn and continue to grow and develop ourselves. And so... I was thinking about maybe as we seek what the Lord has for each one of us, and I actually believe it's going to be different 
uh, for each of us in this. And there's some occasions where we're going to, you know, teach on leadership. We're going to teach on discipleship, right? But this one really is, again, as I was being prayerful this morning, that I feel like he has something for each of us in this season. And so here are a few things that I think we have right now, which make this season unique. Um, and, and you may be going, no way, Jeff, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go take a shot at it anyway. Number one, uh, I believe we have time. Um, it's a different kind of busy now, but I really do believe that we have time uh, to spend some focused time on developing ourselves here. Uh, we have resources to be able to do that, not the least of which is God's word, um, but we have technology. We have um, the ability to do video. We have videos that are available to us, right, as a part of that. We can connect with our mentors now. Um, that hasn't changed, so we have the ability to do that. Um, there's community uh, that we can build around this, and it may be an instance where the God's, um, where God's sharing to you that, hey, I want you to build this community to do something together, right? Um, there's an example of a, a friend of ours um, who's a, who supports our ministry that um, really feels like worship is the area, right? So he's got a worship challenge group together to get people to raise, um, you know, their ability to lead worship in that area. So again, it's going to be specific to you. Um, what else do we have? Um, we have permission to be creative right now. Uh, maybe we dispense with the traditional. Um, maybe we don't. But in this instance or this time, um, maybe it's a book. Maybe it's something different. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's a quiet time skill that he wants you to develop. Um, I'm not the most creative, so for me to expound on this one wouldn't make a ton of sense. Uh, but maybe he's asking you to be creative in a way to develop yourself here. And there's no doubt um, that we have permission to do that in this season. Uh, I think about, I had a chance to listen to and watch Dr. Um, no, Tony, Pastor Tony Evans. And forgive me if he is a doctor and I took that away from him, but, but Pastor Tony Evans. And he was just talking about how God is using um, this time to draw people closer to him. And um, and I think as a result that he's giving us permission, even as believers, even as, as those in vocational ministry, even those that are ministers of the gospel, right? Um, he's drawn us closer as well. And so he's given us a great permission to go deeper um, in this area. I don't know what it is for you, um, but he's given us permission. And then aligned with the creativity, I believe that there is an opportunity to be unconventional uh, as well. So it may be a different way than we've experienced before. Um, maybe he's asking you to lead others, and in that he'll teach you and develop you. Or maybe he's asking you to seek others to be taught by. Um, but I guess I just don't want us to be constrained by the way we used to do things or be constrained by our social distancing as a part of that. And so I think we all need to start. And um, I guess I'll pose this question for you as we go through this. But as you think about, and I'd love for you to share this in a moment, um, as you think about areas that God might be asking us to develop ourselves, right, during this time. And so, um, so I'd ask for you each to share those. But I'll, I'll get us started, and then I guess I want to close our time with some structure being built around this. Uh, as a part of it. And I, I personally need that. So I talk about unconventional, I talk about creativity, I talk about permission to do things different. Then I just think there's some fundamental ways that you ought to approach these things that I'll share that 
uh, I think will help us achieve those um, or those things or that thing that God has for us. So some people might be sitting there going, Jeff, I don't have time right now at all. In fact, not only do I not have time, I don't have money. Um, as a result of these times, you know, my support's drying up. I anticipated a gift that's not going to come. Um, I may suggest that God's asking you to develop in the area of your donor ministry as a result of that. And it's, it might be tough. Um, he may teach you the hard way. Um, not even the hard way. It may be through a hard time that he'll teach us. And he does that often. Um, there may be particular coaches and athletes that he wants you to, to work with. And there may be something you've been afraid to do before, or you're not sure in this area. Um, and, and, and maybe it's the, maybe it's discipleship. Um, but I'd ask that he reveal what that is to you as he's you know, leading you and, and you're feeling that tug in a particular direction. Maybe he wants you to build something. Um, maybe he wants you to build stamina in your health and develop healthy rhythms, right? With literal exercise. Um, maybe he wants you to build a curriculum for something. Um, maybe he wants you to build somebody up. I don't know. That was my word last year, build, but it's on my heart again. So maybe there's something to build. So with that sort of backdrop, um, and again, I want to just leave you with this, I guess, in the longer preamble than I anticipated, but that is that God, I believe God is asking us to develop ourselves in an area or more than one. And I think now is the time that he's asking us to do that. Um, as some aspects of our lives have slowed down, that there is time. We're not commuting. We're not driving. We're not out visiting. We're not doing that. And even if you took that 15 minutes, half hour, hour, whatever you may have in a given day, we are not out and about and apply that towards something. Um, I know God will do something pretty amazing in that. So as I've been sharing here, this is open to the floor now, so I hope that I see some folks come off of mute. Um, what are some areas that you may want to share with the group where you have been spending some time or anticipate spending some time and may encourage others to spend time developing um, Yeah, during this, I'll use the term, unprecedented time that we're facing. And by the way, this call will go really short if nobody says anything. Well, it won't go that short. I'll say something. Um, I've, I've spent a lot more time um, over these last few weeks reading. Um, hmm. One of the other various coaching, uh, one of the other various conference calls I'm on um, is a character coach slash chaplain call that we do once a week, um, led by Roger Light from Southern Illinois. And we discussed resources. And I'm, I'm very much into individual one-on-one -on -one ministry and um, I've been desiring to try to get to understand the heart and mind of athletes and coaches today. Um, and so one of the things he recommended was actually a sports psychology book. And I'm actually waiting for it to arrive now, just so I can get a little more insight into what is, what is the motivation and the heart behind today's athlete? What is, what is it they're striving for? Um, I've invested in, in audible. So I'm, I'm doing the Sean McNamara, you know, I'm going to read it and listen at the same time. It does work, I got to say. Um, but I've been reading things uh, that my pastor's been, uh, has recommended to me. I'm reading something from uh, Paul David Tripp right now called Dangerous Calling, which is about pastoring, but it really goes well into ministry, just about how dangerous of a call it is if you're not careful with it. And just stuff to keep me on my toes and 
remind me of what the importance is of what I'm doing and not getting caught up in a whole lot of extraneous thoughts and things. I'm because God wants me here, so I got to focus on that. So I'm developing that kind of mentality. And on a side note, my my youngest has a sudden crush with baseball. So I've been working on my relationship with him by helping teach him baseball, which I know nothing about. So it's been an interesting couple of weeks. Another good one. Who else? Hey, Jeff, I'll jump in here. So, uh, one of the things the Lord's really been challenging me to is to work with the core group of volunteers. They would be my uh, coaches group um, in the motocross world that we kind of do in FCA. There's a core group of uh, guys that just are the real backbone to what we do. Couldn't do this without them. Trackside ministry throughout the summer and banquets and different events throughout the winter time and then leading up to camp. But uh, Lord's really been challenging me to specifically work with them, develop the relationship, and even more specifically, kind of dialing it into not being so consumed and focused on the motocross aspect of what we're doing, but actually looking at this time as a time to really reap some of the harvest that we've been planting seeds in for years. And so we've, we've really talked about, okay, how do we do that? How's that look? Because it's, it's real easy to start thinking about backing up, panicking. What are we going to do? How are we going to work this? How are we going to keep our program alive? How are we going to keep things moving in a mechanical aspect? But I really feel like, and I've been challenging our group to this, that the Lord's, the Lord wants us to dial that in and focus and fine tune that to it's time to do ministry. It's time to take our coaches and challenge them to reach out to their to the athletes that we have the uh, relationship with and the impact with, and uh, really challenge them to the core of what we who we are and what we do, and that is developing or expanding upon a relationship with Jesus. So it's been a real uh, it's 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 been kind of hard because when we we're kind of task oriented people, so when we end up having a task before us, it's like we want to do all the all the work to just focus in on that and get it to come mm -hmm. out, work out great. And yet the Lord, I feel like the Lord's just telling us as a group, just step back. It's, it's time to uh, reap the harvest of what you've been sowing and really challenge people to this new relationship with Jesus or uh, developing the relationship with Jesus and stepping it up and from where they were. And so what we've been doing is we've been reaching out to the athletes, the riders, the campers, the racers, the track uh, owners, and um, I've challenged each one of them to make at least two contacts a week and specifically uh, just check on them, love on them. And when the Lord opens opportunity, you know, share that opportunity for them to develop or know Jesus for the first time. So kind of fine tuning it for us. So as, as I heard on Friday during our, our weekly call as a team, about time sports gets out of the way to do ministry. Yeah, that's good. That's really where, where, where we're at right now. I really feel like the Lord just saying, hey, put all that mechanical stuff aside. Put all your planning aside. It's it's time to really develop what we've mm. been doing and what we're all about. Thanks, brother. I'm already getting themes here. Who else? I'd say for myself, it's definitely developing, I mean, everything. 
um, from board, myself, how I want to do ministry. I feel like I was already in that prior to quarantine, but this has really stopped everything. And I think this week I've finally allowed myself or obeyed <laughs> um, and just really what it looks like to be still. Like I've tried to really map out my schedule of the things that I need to be doing and how I need to be doing it. Um, and I've never really did it. I know I'm supposed to be doing it, but it's not doing it. Like I'm supposed to be reading this book for the, the class um, that Frank is doing in New York City and just really carving out the time, not at night, but doing it in the morning, right after my Bible reading, um, like actually doing that. And like, even just now, I got an email from an affiliate that I'm affiliated with. And it was like, hey, we have somebody who wants to um, adopt a team. What do they do? What do they look like? What does that look like? And I was at first, I'm, I'm reading my Bible and I should have been looking at my email anyway, but I was just I did. And but something came up to me and I was like, what do you want them to know? What are the questions that you need, not only your board members to know, because you're telling them that this is the season to start thinking about people and, and start, what do you need and want them to know? Um, what do you think is so important to find out about that person? Because I, I think I'm usually excited about that somebody wants the help rather than vetting the help properly, right? And, and um, I think this is the season to really think about what is important to you, who for you to know not yes fda obviously but for you to get across because i think that something was lacking with how i was sharing the story of fca how i understood how to share fca and how to share the stories of whether it's the coaches or student athletes and i've been challenging that um a lot lately what does that look like and so as i'm like distracted by the email i was like you know what it's okay i'm gonna side gear and i says you know these are the things that I need to ask them. What does it look like for you to adopt the team? What, what made you interested in wanting to adopt the team? What is your background in sports? Obviously, those are things that we would have asked them before. And I'm not saying that, but, you know, sometimes when you got some time, it's like an epiphany. Like, oh, wow, I should have been asked that. But now it's, yeah, that was important. Um, you know, what time do you see yourself availing to a team, you know, so that I can if I am to pass you off, I, I'm clear to the coach. What does it look like? Sports is over this year. So I ain't even concerned about that. What does it look like next year? Um, and how do you see your fall looking? How do you mm -hmm. see your spring looking? Um, and, you know, obviously getting them to do the MLA is number one. I'm not even, you know, concerned about that. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it feels good to, like you said, whether it's a curriculum whether it's a, a thing, like I'm making a sheet right now for my board. If I'm, if now that I'm the director of Syracuse Metro and I'm telling them that we're supposed to be looking hiring 24 seven or volunteer 24 seven or board development 24 seven and donor 24 seven, what does it look like when we look at people? And so I'm making a sheet right now. That's like, this is an ambassador, all the important and other, um, what is it? Positions that mm -hmm. we could be hiring for and making a spreadsheet for them because they don't know. They're not going to look at it themselves. They're not going to go and, oh, what does it look like? No. So I'm making one-stop shop for them for board questions and staff. Who do we need for staff? Again, things that seems like, yeah, you should have been doing that or you should have thought about that, but 
it's now, right? And and I'm giving myself permission to just be quiet after I read. Because I want to do that, but I don't do that. You know, Shanae, you just, that last part was, maybe it's things we should have been doing. Maybe it's the things that God has been, not just whispering, but maybe even shouting, but there's been so much noise that we haven't heard it, right? And so I guess that's the other piece here is this just doesn't have to be an epiphany, right? This could be something that he's been asking you to do for a while. Maybe built into the structure of what FCA is already the way he built it. But now's the time to focus because you have that. That's, that's really good. Thank you. Others. My themes are like compounding here. It's beautiful. Here's a recap for a moment. And if you have something else, just um, interrupt here. Right when I finish this, please, um, please chime in. So I heard <clears throat> developing um, through reading, right? Learning in that way. Uh, the examples that Mark gave, and I, I heard about a relationship that you want to be able to build with those athletes and coaches better as a result of learning the psychology behind it. Um, I heard uh, Ed talking about relationships with his volunteers, a core group. Um, and from there, I heard engaging coaches. I heard about the relationship with Jesus. I heard about the relationship between the coaches and the athletes. I heard Shanae talking about the relationship with her board. I, talk, I, heard, I heard Janae talking about the relationship with, with donors, those that want to sponsor. Uh, maybe it's financial. I made that leap. Uh, a team there, or maybe they're investing in another way um, into that team. And so I, I, everything I'm hearing is a relationship, and that shouldn't strike me as crazy because that's what we do. We're in a relational ministry, right? We're in a coach's ministry, and it's all about relationships. The first E and our E3 is engage, right? That's, that's building, developing that relationship. I've got a bunch more, but that just, I kept hearing that word over and over again. I, I think this goes along with, with things that have been said, Jeff, but <clears throat> I would say I've spent more time um, praying than I ever have in my lifetime. And I'm, part of me feels ashamed to say that but, you know, part of me um, feels very, you know, very excited that that's what God is doing, mm -hmm. you know, in my life, too. So I, I you know, that this is not a humorous situation. There's so much death and struggle and things that are happening. I mean, it's, but it's the, the uh, I call it the humor of God, maybe, or the, the irony of God and uh, or whatever the, the the divine providence of god whatever whatever language i don't know what your theology is whatever your theology is you could fill it in but you know the first thing that he wants us to do always is to get on our knees and pray we often go to that as a last resort and what's interesting about this time is god actually has stopped the world so the only thing you can do is pray you can't go help a friend you can't leave your house. You really can't do anything. I mean, certainly there's frontline workers that are out there doing some of the physical work, but for the majority of us, the only thing that God is really allowing us <laughs> in this world right now, he's literally, he said, you know what? You guys don't get it. At least for me, Dave, you don't get it. So here's what I'm going to do. 
must stop the world, literally stop the world. So the only thing that you can do is pray. And by the way, that's the only thing you ever should have been doing. <laughs> First, anyway. You know, so I would say that that's, a, for me, one of the big, the big things that I've been, you know, praying as a family more, praying, you know, personally more with Kate more, all, all of that. So. I got so many notes here this morning. <clears throat> so we're, we're coming up against the end here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land this, uh, this plane here. And I, I personally feel very challenged by what you guys have been offering up here. Um, the other thing that I heard here through Shanae and then Dave was on um, praying and listening in a stillness, right, about that. Um, our pastor preached a, a month or so ago on, um, you know, God doesn't need to increase his volume. We need to de decrease the noise, right, that's out there. And so um, maybe he decreased the noise for us in this instance so that we can hear him amplify. But here's what I want to ask you guys to do here. Um, it should be three steps. It's longer than that. But number one, as Dave shared, we need to pray. We need to be still. Um, and through that, I think we need to listen. What's God asking us to develop um, in our lives, in our walk, in our relationships um, right now? So that's number one. Um, we need to set a goal for what that is. After we've prayerfully considered what it is that God's got for us, what's that goal uh, that he wants us to, to achieve or what's that um, skill he wants us to develop? And I think you need to tell somebody about it. I don't know if you have an accountability partner, a spouse, your supervisor, a peer, a friend, um, somebody. Um, tell them about what it is that you feel like God's revealing to you right now that he wants you to develop in you. And, um, and maybe with that person or on your own, by develop a plan. What's some of the structure you want to build around um, achieving this? If God's laid it on your heart, and I believe, guys, I'm telling you, I believe he said today we're going to spend time on this. Um, so if he's laid it on your heart, we ought to put some structure on what it is that he wants us to do. Um, and as a part of that, um, he wants to see us achieve that. And it may be the first step of many. It may be a total work in progress. I mean, we're talking about this could be years. Maybe he's asking us to start something now. Maybe he's asking us to start and finish. I don't know. But I think if we take the time, and it starts with a Dave said we should have been doing all along anyway, praying and being still and listening. So with that, I'll close us uh, in prayer here. Father, as I prayed before we got together, Lord, that um, as Adam did as well, Father, that there would be words that, um, that we would hear today that would be from you. Um, Father, that we would filter out the rest of the noise um, as you filled it out, filtered out for our lives right now. Father, I pray that for each one of us, as we seek the area in our life that you want us to develop, and for those of us that are, have more opportunities than one, Lord, I pray you'd reveal more than one for us. And Father, I pray that we would be diligent um, about, about taking action on what that might be in our lives. I pray, Father, it would bear much fruit, whether it's in our ministry, in our personal relationship with you, um, in our families, in our physical well-being, and the rhythms that we have, Lord. Um, but I pray as a result of that, um, we'd see your kingdom impacted here on earth, Lord, through the work that you're doing in us. Father, I thank you for these amazing men and women. I thank you for the dangerous call that you place on our lives. And I'm thankful that we took the time at some point to be still and to listen, Father. 
for what you had for us. And Father, I pray that we would do that again now. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.